For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Dean Yeagle, and you are listening to Geo After Dark. Yes, it's that time once again for yours truly, Geo After Dark. That was the great Dean Yeagle you just heard there in that intro for Geo After Dark, and, uh, He's an amazing illustrator and a good friend of yours truly. He was in a bit of an accident, him and his wife, most recently. And I just want to say, Dean, if you can hear me, get better soon, bud. We're hoping for a speedy recovery for both you and Barbara. You're listening to episode number 52, and I'm glad you could join us. You know, it's been a very interesting week thus far. (laughs) Actually, it's been a very interesting month. Here at Braun Manor, I have Fios, or at least I did. And what's really funny is I use Fios for my landline phone, my modem service, and then also for my television service. Uh, It worked pretty well, actually. I had it for two years, and in that two-year time span never really had a problem. It was kind of cool. I was enjoying it. I was a big fan of Fios. Okay, I'll be honest, mainly because I saw it in the Iron Man movies. You are not authorized to access this area. Uh, It got me interested. So it was really nice to find out that the service itself worked rather well. But then it got taken over, or actually it got sold to a company called Frontier Communications. Well, That happened as of the first of this month, and yours truly has more than had its share of problems with Frontier Communications. So Frontier bought out uh, Verizon Fios service in about three states, Florida, Texas, and California. And here I am in California dealing with more than my fair share of problems, just trying to keep the services that I had before active now. Unfortunately, in this area that I live in, there's really only two choices, and the other choice is the cable company that I used to work for, so I already know how shitty they are, so that ain't gonna happen. So, really, I don't have much choices, so if if I wanna really go with any kind of good service, uh, well, at least what used to be a good service. Now it's, it's just complete shit. 
And uh, I've talked to a couple different technicians who've come to my humble abode, and they've told me exactly what the problems could be, would be, should be, and so forth. Um, needless to say, it's just been nightmarish, and uh, that didn't end the day. Uh, but nevertheless, the reason I'm telling you that is really it comes down to this. Beyond how far are you willing to go to stick with something that you really, really, really think can go somewhere? Well, I mean, in this scenario or this particular situation, yeah, I was working with a great service. It did everything I needed it to do. Unfortunately, I'm not worth personally $3 billion, apparently, because that's what Frontier Communications bought out Verizon Fios for in three states. So a billion dollars a state, okay? Well, the end result is a shitty service that is not really working too well for yours truly. But the point is, it leaves me at a quandary. How far am I willing to stick it out? Now, here in California, the state law is that you have, you, you can keep something for 30 days once you purchase it, and uh, you can actually keep, decide to keep it or not. And you always have the option within those 30 days to not keep it. So I just renewed the contract with the service. Yeah. I could very well choose not to keep it. Now, mind you, in the process of this, they've given me all kinds of Buku credit, um, premium channels that uh, are good for a year, all kinds of credits and so forth, and even modem service at a really, 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 really cheap rate. So the end result is, here's all these things they're giving me, but nevertheless, am I willing to stick with it? That leads me to another situation or scenario that I had earlier this past weekend. Now, this past weekend, I did a event over in Riverside, Riverside, California. Uh, yeah, that didn't go as planned. Now, the event itself should have been, would have been, could have been very, very cool. It could have been really fun. Uh, not always do I do horror stuff. Sometimes I just do regular events. And I can draw people as whatever they want to be. They want to be Doctor Who. They want to be a superhero that they love. Whatever the case may be. If they want to be a zombie, yeah, I'll totally draw them as a zombie too. But this particular event sucked on so many levels. Even Mother Nature was against me. I say that because there was a huge windstorm this past weekend. And it didn't let up for more than maybe a half hour. I got up at the butt crack of dawn, which for years truly, literally was horrible. Because I don't, I normally go to bed at the butt crack of dawn. But here I am getting up and getting ready for this event, loading up the vehicle, and then going out to this event. The wind was not happening once I got there until about two minutes into being there and starting to set up. So there I am fighting the wind. I had a canopy set up, and this canopy was acting like a lovely parachute every time the gust would start to blow. There I am, drawing with one hand and holding the canopy to keep the damn thing from toppling over with the other hand. It was quite an experience. But it still leaves me with the question, how far are you willing to stick with something? The crowds there were pretty dismal, to be honest with you. Every so often I was able to get something going on, but for the most part it was pretty shitty. Um, the event itself was 
you know, blowing dust and everything else in my face the whole time I was there. Uh, my prints, at one point, um, someone went through one of my binders of, of prints that they could buy, and the spring broke to the binder, sending the prints scurrying with the gusts of wind that were upon me. Well... I stuck with it for as long as I could. That was until about, now the thing started at about 10 o'clock. I was there till about, I don't know, about two o'clock. It was at that point I realized this ain't gonna get any better. And especially after I looked on my phone and saw that the weather report predicted 40 mile gusts coming my way. Man's got to know his limitations. Yeah, no, this was not gonna happen. So I actually ended up, I ended up going ahead and packing up for the day on this event. And probably, yeah, I'm, I won't be doing it next year. Like I said, the crowds were pretty desolate. Nobody was really buying much of anything, and uh, I got maybe a couple sales under my belt for this. You know, it sucked, but I was willing to stick it out up until a point. You have to decide when to really pack it in. I say that because sometimes it's easier to choose than others. I mean, if you're in the middle of a windstorm, there was this one time, let me tell you this one story. I went to, I, I did this one convention. I think it was Long Beach Con, okay? Now, mind you, at the time, I was living in Upland, California. And I never really saw a lot of weather in Upland, California. I can count on probably a, one hand the amount of times it actually even rained this particular year that I was going to this event. Like I said, I think it was Long Beach, but again, this is back probably about six years ago now. Anyhow. So there I am, and I'm setting up uh, all my stuff, loading it all up into the car, or at least I should have been. What actually happened was this huge fucking storm. And I'm not joking. This was like wrath of God. Hell yeah. Uh, storm that was just ridiculous. And the end result was thunder, lightning, and torrential downpour as I'm trying to load my car up with all kinds of prints and paper goods and my drawing pads and all this good stuff that I use for conventions and so forth. Luckily, I had them in plastic totes. Unfortunately, I wasn't in a plastic tote, so I was completely drenched from head to toe as soon as I stepped outside. It was pretty ridiculous, and I had to completely change all over, you know, like, like literally change what I was wearing. Everything I was wearing was completely soaked to the bone. I, it was just a mess. But I still did that convention, and I still did everything I could to make that happen. Granted, at the time, I had met some future former producers who were guaranteed to ruin at least a couple years of my career. But think about it. It could have been the universe's way of saying, you really shouldn't go out in this. And uh, yeah, so I did anyways, and sure enough, yeah, that happened. But... I was still willing to do it, and I, I, the event was inside, of course, so I wasn't too worried about that. The end result was I did it, and I kept on going, and I actually made some money off that event, so that was really cool, too. Lately, it's been pretty dismal as far as, you know, getting any kind of sales going or getting any kind of movement going with my work. Uh, that will bring you down. I guarantee it. But you keep on going. At least I do. And you should too. Keep on fighting the good fight. Keep on making good art. 
And that's kind of how I, that's how I roll. So yeah, it was pretty bad past couple of months, but things are starting to pick up now. And that's a good thing, you know? Indeed. He opened his arms and, and he said, I can also be your music. Lately, I've been really kind of into doing projects that are very quick. I've worked on projects for other people where I've worked completely on a comic book or a graphic novel, something along those lines for them. And the end result is six months, seven months, even a year later, I'm done with the project. But, you know, it really doesn't, I don't know. For me, sometimes it's nice just to have projects that are really quick and here you go, you're done within a couple days or a day or so, you know? So I've been really kind of excited about some of the projects I've been doing lately because I've been getting more of those. And that's kind of cool. I dig those. Those are kind of fun. Because it also, it, it pays, number one. Those are always good jobs to have. But also at the same time, too, it gives me the luxury of doing what I love to do, you know? And that's kind of cool. It's like, hey, I get some, some cash for doing the work that I do. But then also afterwards, I can do a little more you know, of what I like to do for my own stuff. And that could be pinup work. That could be, um, you know, another episode of Deep Inside the Pirate Office, which, yeah, I'm working on right now, as a matter of fact. But all these things are possible uh, if you just keep on going. So that's kind of my thing, you know, just kind of keep on going. In spite of windstorms, in spite of torrential rains, in spite of storms of the century, you know, these are things that will always hit you. There's always going to be something there's always going to be a reason to say, you know, I'm just going to pack it in. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes it is smart to do so. Sometimes it's really all you can do. You know, I have had conventions that I have, my God, last summer I had a convention. For example, was it was just completely dismal. I mean, from beginning to end, it was one of the worst conventions I think I've ever had. Uh, as far as sales, as far as uh, attendance, uh, there were flies. It was humid as hell. I was sweating and covered in sticky sweat the entire two days that I was there for this event. Actually, yeah, it was three days. Um, and at that point, like I said, the flies, I have no idea. It was some kind of fucking Amityville thing. I can't even begin to tell you why there were flies inside this, this uh, hall that I was dealing with. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It was a mess. It was a mess. The cool thing was I actually met Doug Jones for the first time, and this was after two years of trying to meet him. So that was really cool. I got to meet Doug. And to this day, just a really cool friend of mine. I'm very excited about that, you know? Um, so that was a cool thing about it. There was a couple other good meetings there. I've met some really good friends from that event. But as far as actually being profitable, no, it totally sucked. And like I said, I mean, it's really hard to be very upbeat and cool and smiley and just kind of like, you know, whatever you have to do, however you want to sell your work, when you're sticky, sweaty, gross, and flies, it, it just, it's not a good scene. So there are moments where, and I left early from that con, I, I think uh, it must have been about noon on Sunday of that event, and I was just done. It was absolutely just that dismal. There was no sales being had. Uh, I made probably half of what I spent on the table. It was just ridiculous. So you'll get those, and it, you just have to know when to give up the ghost and just pack it in. Um, but at the same time, I mean, there's always some positive lights. You have to see some positive sides. 
you have to think of ways that you can possibly change the kind of scenario that is currently happening to you. If you don't and you just give in and you just sink it, you know, stop swimming, then you're going to sink to the bottom and that is that. You can choose to do that. It's free will. You can totally choose to do that. But quite honestly, you can also choose to just try to find other ways to do what you do and get the word out there as much as possible. Sometimes I use those conventions to get the word out there as much as possible. Of course, in this situation, it was so hot and humid inside, nobody wanted to be in there, so that makes it really hard to do anything. You know, There's nobody in there besides other creators, other small press uh, you know, people who are working towards trying to you know, make sales, and nobody's making anything because we're all just sitting there sweltering in heat and humidity. Not cool, not a good scene. But it was kind of cool to actually, you know, meet up with some good friends who I've known now ever since that con. And, and some I've known even longer than that. I mean, you know, Brian Polito, uh, I got to see him at that con. It was really great to see him again. And uh, Steve Niles was also there. And th these are guys who I've known for a bit. And those are really cool guys. So it was very exciting to actually go ahead and see them again. And I don't get to see them all the time. So it's really kind of cool. Um, when I first started, Brian Polito was one of the first guys that I really approached and said, how do you do this? So that was kind of cool. And, and to this day, I think, I think that was an Arizona con. And I think to this day, he's just, you know, to this day, he's been just one of the coolest guys. So um, you got to just know, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to actually quote Kenny Rogers here. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound from nowhere, Met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. You gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them. You gotta know when to walk away, and you gotta know when to run. There you have it. That's my Kenny Rogers moment of the day. And it's true. You have to know when you can actually go and do what you gotta do to make ends meet, to make things happen. That's a career for you. That's you know, it's it is what it is. And for me, all that matters is I keep on making good art, you know. A person's life is a person's life. It can be a great travesty, it could be tragic, or it could be really fucking cool. The choice is yours. You've got to make something of what you do. You've got to do something with what you have. If you don't, you're just wasting time. And at the end of the day, at the end of your life, what are you looking at after all that time has passed, you know? Or what little time has passed, whatever the case may be. The end result is you, it's really up to you. So do what you have to do to make you happy. Do what you have to do to continue to do what you love. Whether it be art related, whether it be, you know, acting, whether it be singing, whatever it could be. If you're doing it in some way, shape or form, if it's writing, do something that you really love to do. If it's creating monsters, do something that you love to do. And don't give up on it. Because you know what? You never know. Sometime down the road, you may be sitting there at a convention with all kinds of people around your table loving what you do. But you would never know that if you just gave up and said, fuck it. Um, again, the other side of that is you got to know when to say fuck it. And if you're in the middle of a windstorm with 40 mile an hour gusts coming your way, get the fuck out of Dodge. The gambler, he broke even, but in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. 
You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. That being said, this is yours truly, Geo After Dark. And I'm glad you joined me. Now, if you like what you heard here, feel free to go to my Patreon page and donate if you can. I'd appreciate it. I really do. And right now I have enough for almost a large pizza, which is very exciting. If I go to Blaze, then I definitely have enough for a pizza, and that's awesome. But I'd like to get a little more going. So if you can, please donate to my Patreon page, patreon.com. Go to GeoBron and donate a dollar, donate five dollars, donate whatever you can to help this poor starving artist get to other conventions out there to get to do what he loves to do. That being said, also check out my website, brawngraphics.com. B-R-A-W-N-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.com. You're going to see all kinds of great stuff that I do there as far as commission work, as far as design work, as far as logo designs, all kinds of stuff that yours truly does. My painting work, tattoo designs I've done for people. No, I don't use the needle myself, but I do do designs for those people who want designs from me. So all that good commission work is there. Check out uh, my Tubbins and Wiley, which is my salute to Sunday Comics. Also, you can catch the link to my YouTube page, and you can also see Geo's Vixens, which is my salute to pinups. And that's also a lot of fun as well. Loretta Vamps is this month's vixen, Ms. April. So check her out. And she is really, really cool. Really, really killer. And really, really busting out all over. So check that out while you can. Also, um, check out my painting work. I do all kinds of painting work these days because I love to do the painting work. It's really kind of a moment of zen for yours truly. So definitely check that out as well. Okay? And until next time, good night, America wherever you are. Friends of the Illuminati. <laughs> All celebrity voices were impersonated. No duh.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.